Hey there, welcome to Leader Talks with the NYC. My name is Matt Taylor. I'm the host of this new podcast and director of the NYC. Stands for Mississippi Youth and Children, the Department for the Assemblies of God here in Mississippi. And so our podcast is simple. We want to talk about leadership. We want to talk about how you can incorporate your faith into your job, whether you're a full-time minister, whether you work full-time in corporate America. I believe leadership is a universal language. There's something for all of us in every aspect of life and leadership where we can continue to grow and be the best who I believe God created us to be. So today we're going to go down a conversation journey on back to the basics. Sounds exciting, right? Basics. There's nothing exciting about basics, but basics are the building blocks. It's the foundation we need to use to help us step into the more advanced things. If we can't get the basics right, there's no need in trying to work on things more advanced. And so we're going to take a look uh, through a conversation that I had with one of our new local youth pastors, Josh. So if you are listening, bud, this one is for you. And so basics are fun, right? I was listening to a podcast. I was reading a book. Honestly, I don't remember what I was doing, but I heard an analogy that made so much sense to me on this idea of basics. And it's simply this. If you love basketball like me, then you're going to enjoy this. If you don't, just hang tight. It'll make sense in just a minute. But if, if a basketball team, a basketball player spent every moment after they did something, whether it be pass the ball, whether it be shoot a shot, try to steal, or any move whatsoever on the offensive or defensive end of the court, after that, they looked at the scoreboard, they would lose the game. So much time would be spent looking at the scoreboard, trying to see what the score said, versus doing the things that help put points on the board. What I mean is this, we work on layups, we work on free throws, we work on jump shots, we work on passing, bounce passing, overhead passes, we work on all the fundamentals, and so if we have practiced our layup well enough, we don't have to check the scoreboard to see if we got points. We would know through practice, hard work, and dedication, more than likely our layup went in. And so, instead of stopping, evaluating, and moving forward, we can just keep doing the things that we've worked so hard to do. Instead of looking at the scoreboard all the time, work on the things that put points on the scoreboard. I uh, am not I am not a natural gym goer. I know that may sound shocking, but I, I just like going to the gym is not exactly fun for me uh, because I don't like pain so much. Like I'm okay with it. Like if we're playing basketball and I get bumped and get knocked or whatever, but I just, the idea of going to the gym and lifting weights is not at all fun for me. Now I'm going to do it because I need to be healthy and I need to be strong and be tough. And my kids can't over, you know, they can't overcome me. They can't be king of the castle yet. So, I mean, there, there, there are things that I have to do, but I'll never forget uh, Chris Huffman, who is a FCA rep in the lower Mississippi area, Region 7, I believe. Uh, but he's a, just a dear friend of mine. He was he was my coach uh, and, and really good friend. And so he would get me up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and he we would go work out. And I'll never forget, it was one exercise we were working on squats. And my form was horrible. Absolutely, absolutely horrible. And so he got me to do squats with a PVC pipe. And I was frustrated because I was like, Chris, dude, I can, I, we can put some weight on this, man. Like, I know I'm not the strongest person in the room, but I don't need a PVC pipe. And he continued to tell me, he said, but if you can't do it without weight, there's, you, you absolutely do not need to do it with weight until we get the form right, until we get the basics right, we can't add to it. 
That's how important it is because if you try to do the weight, if you try to do more advanced without getting the basics, you will hurt yourself. What does that translate for us? That means if we try to do the advanced flashy things in ministry or in the sales environment or in corporate America without having a solid understanding of the basics, then we will hurt ourselves, we will hurt our company, we will hurt our ministry, and it could be one of the things you don't recover from. And so what are some basics for us that we can focus on? Again, basics are not flashy. This is not like, oh, wow, the most amazing, new, edgy, relevant podcast out there. It's simple, basic stuff. But if we don't get the basics right, then we set ourselves up for failure. If we do not get the basics right, we set ourselves up for failure. So we're going to go through a list of six basics very quick. Just six things that we need to focus on, six things that we can continue to work on, six things that put points on the board for us, six things that help our form and that we can do things successfully and do things better as we go down the road. Number one is relationships, relationships, relationships. Relationships are king. We have got to be relational in everything that we do. It's cliche. We've said it before and we will say it again. It is this, people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. Relationships are king. It's not about how relevant you are, how cool you look, how cool you act, how suave you talk. How, it does not matter about any of that. Your eloquence, your 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 presence, it, none of that matters at all if people know that you do not care. If you do not care about the students that you have, if you do not care about the customers that come in your store, if you do not care about the people in your life, they will not care with what you have to say. You will not have an impact in anyone's life if you do not genuinely care about the people you are trying to lead or the people you are called to lead. Relationships are king. So what do you do? In an environment where you have a group of people where there is no community, there's no unity, it sounds like the youth group that I was a part of three and a half years ago, my wife and I stepped into this new role of youth ministry and trying to to build community with students. We had 15 kids in the room. They did not have a relationship with each other. Really, the only reason they came to church was church was better than home. They weren't really coming for Jesus. They weren't really coming for anything other than to get away from home. They weren't there for friends. They weren't there from other people. It was a break from the day-to-day for them. Well, Christy and I knew that that was a problem, and we had to work on some stuff. We had to we had to bring unity to this group, and we had to bring some relationships. So how do you bring relationship to an environment where there is not any? Right. So for us, we did this thing called restaurant takeover. Now, that's not a new idea. It's an idea we saw some other people do and said, you know what? I think we can incorporate that because honestly, honestly, who does not love a $5 Taco Bell box? There is nobody. You cannot honestly say you don't like a $5 Taco Bell box, just like you can't honestly say that the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than Chick fil A's. You just can't. It's just not possible. Okay. And so we said, you know what? We're going to create this space this environment for our students to hang out and connect outside of the church. They come to us because home life or home life is tough and it's not as good as what they're getting at church, but they're not even really connecting here. So let's go eat some food. Let's go hang out. Let's go talk about life. Let's get in their world, figure out who they are, put some attention on them. Not you just come and listen to me talk. You come listen to my sales pitch. You come be in my world. No, no, I want to come and be a part of your world. And it was amazing what happened. 
that there was unity in those 15, that 15 turned to 20, that 20 turned to 40. They continued to bring, they continued to grow, they continued just to, to get their friends involved and friends brought friends and it was fun. It was amazing because relationships are king. Another huge part of that though is being authentic. That would be the second point, being authentic. Man, I can't express to you enough how important it is to be genuine in everything that you do. Be authentic and be comfortable with who you are, who you were created to be, how you're wired. I I fall on both ends of the spectrum. I am a nerd. I love video games. I love uh, just just sitting down and gaming. But I love sports too. I love going out, playing basketball. I love running and well, like with people, not just by myself. Um, I will go to the gym and work out with people. I just I love people, and so whether that's in the gaming world, whether that's in the the sports world, whether that's just hanging out at a bonfire, singing kumbaya, it does not matter to me. I will engage in that, but I'm also I'm also comfortable with that too. I am not very mechanically sound. I am not a handyman. I, I the I feel like the only tool that I have in my man toolbox, and I'm not even saying I'm really good at it, but it's it's a microphone. Like that's it. I can talk and I can do Excel spreadsheets. So if you need sermons, just some to talk your ear off or you need a very decent excel spreadsheet i'm your guy outside of that not really me but that's just me being true to who i am and me being comfortable with me and so what what's important is that i although quirky and excited and energetic i i would never try to display something that i wasn't well there was a time where i did try to do that but it didn't work out for me and i learned very quickly that that was not the way to go but, but here recently, just in my life, man, it has been so important to me for me to be me, for me to be authentic to who I am. And me being comfortable with me helps other people being comfortable with themselves. You create an atmosphere of being genuine, of being authentic, and of being able to build a real relationship. Again, relationships are king, and you can't have a fake relationship. I mean, I guess you could, but it'd be obvious, and you're not really creating an impact. You're not generating momentum. It's just fake. But when you're authentic and you're genuine in who you are, you allow other people to be comfortable and authentic with who they are, and you begin to have rich relationships, which allows you to lead better. Number three, go to them. I'm going to say it again. Go to them. Too often, we wait on people to come to us. We wait on people to come to our services, to come to our events, to come to our platform, to come to, to, to our sales event, come here, come here, come here, when really the emphasis should be on us going there. As a youth pastor, the best things we ever did were going places. We went to restaurant takeover. We went to football games. We went to parties. We went to these different things where students were living their life, and we were actively involved in theirs. Go to them. If the only time your students or the people that you lead, if the only time they see you is when they come to you, then we're missing a huge part on that relationship aspect. Go to them. Maybe you're in sales and because we try to create this these talks to fit multiple environments. I remember being at AT&T, well, we weren't allowed to go anywhere. We had to stay inside the store. I couldn't call customers. I couldn't go down the way and say, hey, we've got a sale coming on. Hey, you really need to buy this iPhone. Hey, you really need to buy this iPad. We literally had to wait on people walking in through the door before we could do anything. 
Maybe your environment's like that. Maybe it's very similar. Well, here's what I would tell you is to make the most of every moment that you have. Be so intentional with every conversation, with every meeting, and every moment. Who I call Mom Jeannie, Jeannie Mayo, has an incredible principle that she lives by, and that's the all-in principle. And when you are talking with her, she is all-in with you. That doesn't mean that you're going to have 24 hours a day, seven days a week with Mom Jeannie. That means for the a lot of time that you have, maybe that's a one-minute conversation, maybe that's a three-minute conversation, maybe that's a one-hour Zoom call. Whatever that time is, you have all of her there. And so for us, if we can adapt that and be all in, not distracted by our phone, not distracted by what's going on around us, not distracted by what's happening at home, but being all in with people in the moment, it helps make it easier. If you are truly limited and truly bound to where you cannot go to them, make the moments you have with them super, super intentional and important. Be all in. Let's recap. One, relationships are king. Two, be authentic and be genuine. Three, go to them. Four, a hard one, a difficult one, but it's one you should get comfortable with. It's being able to say, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard because we live in a day and age where all the information is at our fingertips. It's available. It's a Google search away. And you can find the answer to any question that you want to support any side of an argument that you want. We are overloaded with information. And so there's such a pressure for us to have all the answers. And so if you're a youth pastor and you get hit with questions like, how, how can God be a good God if we're, if we're allowing evil in the world or evil is here? How can God be God if, insert random theological question. It's so easy to try and come up with an answer just on the fly, just to feel like we have it together, just to feel like we can be the professional, we we are the pastor, we are whatever that we just throw an answer out there, even if we are not convinced ourselves that it's the right one. And that is dangerous, 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 because if we, for the sake of our pride, are trying to look cool or have it together and we say something wrong, then we do more damage than we do good. It's not about you having all the answers. You will not have the answer to every question every single time. And it's okay to say, I don't know, but let's find out. And here's where I would challenge you. Commit to the journey of helping them find out. I truly believe this. I truly believe this. We talk about this in church all the time. Jesus says this. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And if he is the way, the truth, and the life, if people are searching for truth, honestly searching for truth, they will find their way to him. So as we go on a journey for truth, I truly believe at the end of that journey, we will find Jesus. But it's okay to say, I don't know. Let's find out. Even in the sales world, it was okay for me to say, hey, I don't know about that specific feature in this specific car that you're talking about because there are hundreds of different cars on the road today. I don't know them all. I don't know everything, but let's go find out. And I've discovered that that last part, let's go find out, let's go on this journey together, let's go figure it out, makes it all the better. It's okay not to know everything. No one knows everything. So remove the pressure from yourself. It's, you don't have to have that sense of responsibility of being all-knowing. You never will be, but it's okay. We can go on the journey together. It's okay to say, I don't know. Let's go find out. Number five is probably my favorite of this list, and it's speaking life. Man, 
it is such an underrated aspect of what we get to do as leaders, what we get to do just as people, as being a human. And that's encouraging somebody, encouraging them, speaking life over them, and just telling them, hey, you've got this. Hey, you can do this. Hey, I believe in you. I care about you. You know what? It's going to be hard, but you're going to overcome it. And, and it ties into this quote that we've said before, if you listen to previous podcasts, and it's from Henry Ford, those that say they can and those that say they can't are both usually right. And people look for affirmation all the time. In fact, this Gen Z that I've, I've recently been doing some studying on, man, it is awesome to see the the intention the attention to to detail, the attention to destiny in a sense of purpose that they have, where they want to step out and, and change the world. They're more interested in creating programs that eliminate world hunger instead of just going to a food bank and feeding people. Like they, we don't want to just have to feed a meal. Like let's create a system where we don't have to be hungry ever again. And so it's it's incredible to see. But at the same time, we we live in a world where everybody is trying to downplay the other person. In in encouragement is a is not a commodity. It's it's hard to come by. It's rare. And so be the person to speak life. And you know what? Little Johnny says, hey, you know what? I want to be in the NFL. You know, little Johnny's not going to make the NFL. I know little Johnny's not going to make the NFL. But little Johnny can be better than what he is right now with some encouragement, with some it just teaching accountability, teaching hard work, teaching dedication and saying, hey, bud, if you work hard and you stay committed and you trust the process, you will absolutely be better than what you started and begin to speak life and encourage them. Because here's the deal. Someone will inevitably get drafted to the NFL. Someone will inevitably get drafted to the NBA. It could be little Johnny. Maybe not. Probably not, but we can help little Johnny be better than what they were by speaking life. It is too easy to be negative. It is too easy to be condescending, and it is too easy to downplay everybody. But if you speak life and you encourage, you will generate momentum you didn't realize was possible because you are helping speak life into them, and they in turn will step and do things that they didn't think they could do because of your encouragement. Lastly, number six on these back to the basics would be to self-develop. It is so important for us to continue to grow as people in our leadership, in our character, in our authenticity, you know, who we are as people. Every aspect of our life should be improving. We should be intentional about that. And so for me, I came across a book called Strength Finders 2.0, and it helped me identify five strengths that I have in my life. In those five strengths combined with this idea called um, strength psychology have helped me to focus in on helping making those better. So maybe one day I can be really good at five things and not trying to be a jack of all trades and master of none. But that's just the strengths of my life. That doesn't count the character that I need to continue to refine, that my yeses be yes and my noes be noes, and that, uh, that, that I'm more authentic and I'm more real. And, you know, just as simple as this, right? How often do we have a conversation where someone says, hey, man, how are you doing today? And you say, hey, I'm fine. Just immediately, but not actually give an, give an honest answer. And so I, I try to be as honest as I can in the moment when someone asks me that. It's, it's like my practice, right? And so sometimes it's like this, hey, how are you doing? I am tired. I'm tired today. 
Well, hey, how are things going? Oh, they are great. And let me tell you why. And give a specific and actually engage in conversation. But here's the thing. We need to continue to develop. What are some things in your life that you need to focus on? Maybe it's some of these other basic things. Maybe it's building relationships. Maybe it's being more authentic. Maybe it's working on going to people and not waiting on them to come to you. Maybe it's being comfortable saying, I don't know. Maybe you need to work on some encouragement. Maybe it's everything. And you're just like, you know what? I need to just grow in all these areas. Whatever that is, just continue to develop yourself. Continue to self-develop. Again, real quick, relationships are king. Authenticity matters. Go to them. It's okay to say, I don't know. Speak life, speak life, speak life. And I'll say it again, speak life and continue to self-develop. I truly believe if you focus on these things, you will have the basics covered. You won't have to look to the scoreboard because the points will be there. You are doing the things that will cause success for you in your ministry or in your business or whatever area of life you are. Again, these things weren't flashy. Today wasn't flashy day for the podcast, but it is an important, important, important reminder of how significant the basics are. If you can get these things down, you can grow and continue to do more advanced things to have a much further impact down the road. But just as Chris said, if you can't do it without the weight, if you can't do it without the basics, you're not ready to step into that next thing. So take a look at these six things. And I would love to have a conversation with you. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at matt 2 the Taylor, the number two, Matt to the Taylor, or you can email me at mtaylor at msaog.org. Again, that's mtaylor at msaog.org. Maybe you have some other basics you would like to add to the list. I'd love to hear from you. Let's get a conversation going. Feel free to text via social media, email, however you want to talk. I would love to hear from you. And if you haven't yet, please go ahead and like or subscribe to this podcast. It would mean the world to me. Also, write a review. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for spending time with us today. Until next week, this was Leader Talks with the NYC.